What's going on, guys? This is Justin of The Critic, and we are back with college football week 13. And this is week 13 predictions. This week is rivalry week, and I'm going to be covering four matchups in particular. Obviously, that have to do that have college football implications involved. Now, first of those matchups, we're going to start in the Big 12. Obviously, you know what I'm thinking. You are correct. We're looking at Oklahoma taking on West Virginia. Now, obviously, Oklahoma taking on West Virginia Mountaineers, and they're basically looking to stay relevant in the college football playoff race at this point. Oklahoma's dominated this matchup, really, with a 6-1 and one record in the head-to-head. Um, however, you know, coming into this game, I do believe West Virginia has been a bit more consistent defensively throughout the year, not necessarily throughout the you know past week or so, but throughout the year they have been more consistent on the defensive side of the ball, and I believe that will play a big part in the outcome of this game. Now, as we already know, Kyler Murray, the guy is a video game. He's he's nearly unstoppable. Um, but however, you know, and we already know. Oklahoma's defense is almost non-existent. They haven't stopped anyone, really. Even Kansas put up a hot 40 on them. And OU defense, I mean, it may come as a surprise to most, but in this matchup, I think Will Greer and the weapons that he has on the outsides with his wide receivers and his running back has been playing better on a week-to-week basis. Oklahoma can't seem to stop anybody. And in this day and age, as they say, defense win championships. We've seen that in the past. Um, In this game, I I think West Virginia just brings more to the table when it comes to defense. I'm not sure they're going to be able to stop Oklahoma. Really, no one's been able to do that this year. Teams have only been able to slow them down for, you know, a quarter or two throughout the game, but you're not going to stop them forever. Kyler Murray's going to find the way. He's just too dynamic, too athletic, too instinctual. Um, But my gut is telling me that West Virginia is going to come out with the win. I have my final score, West Virginia 51, Oklahoma 45, which ultimately ends the college football playoff conversation for the Big 12. That's kind of how I see it playing out. Moving along, we head into the Pac-12. And pretty much the biggest game in the Pac-12, simply because Washington State is the Pac-12's last hope in as far as getting into the college football playoff. Now, uh, this is a big rivalry, if you can't tell, both teams in the state of Washington. They call this the Apple Cup. But really, the last time Wazoo actually won this game was six years ago. Other than that, the Huskies have purely just dominated this head-to-head with the 8-2 record. Now, coming into the season, neither team did what was expected of them. Huskies expected to compete for this college football playoff. Now they're just, you know, a subpar 8-win team looking to end up in a pretty decent bowl game. Wazoo, on the other hand, Expected to be at the lower end of the Pac-12, especially after losing their quarterback. But they've pretty much decided to defy the odds, 
and have put it themselves in a position to possibly slide into the top four, depending on how the next few weeks play out, not only this week with rivalry week, but as well as the championships for the conferences. Now, defensively, I really like what the Huskies bring to the table with their secondary. Um, Jake Browning has been pretty much inconsistent for most of the year, but his wide receivers, his wide receivers are freaking legit. Anytime you hear me talking about Washington and the Huskies, I always bring up the wide receivers because if you watch them play, I think a few of those guys are going to end up in the league. Um, but even though Washington State has been on fire for some reason, I just don't think they're going to get over the hump in this one. I think UW, I think they just kind of, it's just one of those rivalries where it's not really a rivalry. It's only a rivalry because it's an in-state game, but it's one of those things where Washington State hasn't been able to get over this hump and it's been six years since they've done it. I don't think this will be the year. I'm honestly hoping they win, but I don't think they're going to be able to pull this one out. I do think it's going to come down to the wire. And I've got Washington winning 27 to 24. Um, moving along, we head to the Iron Bowl. Obviously, wasn't going to miss out on this one. Um, now, specifically, you know, I'm really just going to be honest here. I don't see Auburn winning this game on either sides of the ball. Auburn has been pretty much inconsistent. All year long on both sides, defense and offense. I do I do credit their defense more so. They've been keeping them in games um, that they may have not even been in if the defense wasn't doing what they do. Um, offensively, have just lacked creativity and haven't gotten the best play out of their quarterback in Jared Stidham. Defensively, we know that, that they've got some talent up front, but some of those guys pretty much – faced and throughout the season have been playing through lingering injuries you're not going to be getting 100% out of those guys and if you take a look at last year's game Auburn obviously won the game but they were exposed in the past game the only factor that pretty much you know decided that was Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts was unable to execute and take advantage of those opportunities um as we all know, look, you know, hindsight, looking at this season compared to last season, Jalen just, he had the talent. He had Irv Smith. He had all the wide receivers that Tua has. He just wasn't able to, you know, take advantage not only of the talent that he was surrounded by, but the opportunities that was given to him by the defense. And now, I don't see Tua making those same mistakes. And really the only shot Auburn has at winning this is if Tua goes down hurt. Um, simply, I've got Bama winning this game. My final score is Bama 48, Auburn 17. Now the last matchup is probably the most important matchup of the week, and that is the Michigan-Ohio State game. Really the biggest matchup of the year in the Big Ten that has some of the most, that has pretty much, you know, the biggest college football implications besides the Georgia and Alabama game, which will be the conference championship. Now, Ohio State, obviously a high-scoring, high-powered offense throughout the year. Um, 
Michigan, on the other hand, a very elite defense, very legit defense. Um, these teams really pretty much polar opposites. Ohio State has pretty much struggled defensively for about 90% of this season. Michigan, on the other hand, has had success offensively. But really, I'm just not sold on their offense just yet. I do believe uh, Karan Higdon is a solid running back. Shea, on the other hand, the quarterback, he's very athletic. He does have good instincts, but I don't think he has the arm talent um, really to compete for the college football playoff um, against you know a team like Bama or Clemson. Um, he, like I said, he has good instincts, but he hasn't had to make, you know, very many tough throws throughout this season. Really, if you kind of go ahead and look at the film, most of the guys that he's been hitting, he's been throwing bombs or he's hitting, he's been hitting wide open guys. If you review the tape from last week, two of his touchdowns were just straight wide open players. I could have made those throws. You could have made those throws. But like I said, he's a great quarterback. He just hasn't had a chance to prove his his uh I guess his arm just yet. And when we when we've seen him in the past playing in the SEC, he hasn't had success versus bigger opponents like Bama and whatnot. Now sticking, you know, returning the topic in this matchup, um, like I said, offense versus defense. Defensively I'm not hundred percent sold on Michigan's secondary. Statistically they are the nation's best pass defense. However, when you break it down and you take a look at who this pass defense is playing against, Big Ten really isn't known for its pass, I guess, offense, so to say. You know, not necessarily uh, uh, air raid or the best quarterbacks are coming out of the Big Ten. And we really haven't seen Michigan play a complete quarterback like Haskins. I mean, a lot of people are going to make the argument that he played McSorley. Yeah, um, they did play McSorley, but we all know McSorley wasn't 100% in that game. He was, you know, running around with his knee brace, and you could tell that was limiting him in his game. Now, Michigan has had a phenomenal season up until this point, but I believe their revenge tour ends on Saturday when they take on Ohio State Buckeyes. My final score, Ohio State 31, Michigan 20. I repeat, Ohio State 31, Michigan 20. With that being said, guys, those are the four matchups I wanted to cover this week in college football. Week 13, rivalry week. Um, that being said, as you already know, if you guys disagree, I want to hear from you. If you agree, I want to hear from you. If you got something to say, drop them in the comments or connect with me on Twitter. Uh, Twitter handle at just another critic that'll be in the link below um, yeah that being said I appreciate your time thanks for watching this is just another critic signing off and we'll catch you in the next one peace